Hello, my name is Father Dennis Sweeney, Redemptorist and Vocation Director for our Baltimore province. I speak to you from our provincial residence in Washington, D.C. Today's Thursday, June 30th, and the 13th week in Ordinary Time. Let us listen now to the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 9, verses 1 to 8. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After entering a boat, Jesus made the crossing and came into his own town. And there people brought to him a paralytic lying on a stretcher. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Courage, child, your sins are forgiven. At that, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said, Why do you harbor evil thoughts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, rise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. He rose and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were struck with awe and glorified God who had given such authority to men. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Matthew in chapters 8 and 9 presents to us a number of cures performed by Jesus and also an account where Jesus calms the sea. Here today in our gospel, we recall one such cure, the healing of the paralytic. As we see here, and as we see in all the healing accounts reported by the evangelist, Jesus puts the cure of the soul before that of the body. When Jesus heals the body, it is because he has the good of the soul in mind. St. Matthew records that Jesus came back to Capernaum. In fact, it is in this locale that Jesus will do most of his public ministry. St. Matthew takes note right away that Jesus sees the faith of the crowd gathered there. So he says to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven. Jesus first brings healing to the soul of this man who is paralyzed. And of course, with these words spoken by Jesus of the forgiveness of sins, it brings out the hostility in the minds of the scribes. Jesus can read their inner thoughts and feelings Jesus can see into the deep recesses of their hearts, as he can indeed in all our hearts. So he confronts them about their hard-heartedness and disbelief. Then, and all present, he tells that he is the Son of Man, that he is the Son of God, with power to forgive sins, with the power to heal both soul and body. Jesus restores the paralytic to health. He has him rise, to walk, and to go home on his own two feet. The crowd is amazed, but Jesus could see their faith. As to the scribes, we are left to wonder. But we do know others would continually confront and challenge Jesus. For ourselves, Listening to this gospel, we are left with the question, would Jesus see my faith? 
if he came to my hometown, if he were to come to my street, to my church, to my neighborhood. The scripture today, this passage, offers to us the opportunity to reflect on the sacrament of reconciliation. Do I come to Jesus in the sacrament of reconciliation and bring to Jesus my paralysis, my sins, and ask that my sins be forgiven? Do I open myself to Jesus in this holy sacrament so that he can bring also to me the healing to my soul? Jesus tells us, what profit is it for a man or a woman to gain the whole world and in the process to forfeit one's soul? My brothers and sisters in Christ, our faith is deepened, as we know, each day by prayer. Our faith is deepened by our trusting and believing each day that God has our well-being, body and soul, ever in mind. When we can face our own paralysis, what it is that keeps us from making a complete commitment to Jesus Christ, when we can let go of that paralysis, when we can give ourselves completely to Christ, then, like this paralytic, there can come to us first spiritual healing arising from our old self to our new self, a walking more consciously in the light of the Lord and greater sense of coming home to God. May it be so.